J.T. Crowley is Talking Books. On this show, you'll hear from emerging talent and seasoned veterans from around the world. They'll give you their take on the writing process and how to create the secret sauce of page-turning deliciousness. Let's get into that magical mixture of the art and science of creativity. Here's J.T. Crowley, author of The Smart Kids and your podcast host. Hello, I'm J.T. Crowley and today on my show I'm delighted to invite Andrew David Everstein, an American author from Woodbridge, Virginia, about his book, his children's book, A Dandelion, a story that touches on the sensitive topic of flowerism. It's a book that tells the story to very young children about issues that we all see going on around us every day in our lives. Judgments being made on looks and prejudices by people. And yes, we all do it at times, unconsciously and at other times quite purposefully. But in this book of Andrew's, He uses flowers as the main characters, as opposed to humans. And he's done this to get his message across. And for me, this made this book endearing, wonderful. And when you look at the wonderful, uh, vibrant, vivacious illustrations that accompany the text, it is absolutely amazing, everybody. So, but Andrew has been writing books now for um, just shy of three decades. And this book, uh, A Dandelion, isn't the only book he's written, everybody. He has written eight other books. And whilst they are aimed at children, but those books are more in, you know, for older children. Going, children going into young adulthood. But this book is for very young, probably somewhere around about four to uh, seven-year-olds, depending on their reading ability. And, of course, if a grandparent or a, a parent wants to sit and read the book with them, that is just as acceptable. So let's stop me waffling. And let's invite Andrew on to talk about his book, A Dandelion. Andrew, come and join me. Thanks, John. It's really great to be here. I'm honored. Andrew, I know where the concept of this storyline came from and why you had to put flowers as the characters. Would you care to share with the listeners and viewers where the original idea came from? Uh, yes, it, it came from my daughter. She, she, she was three at the time, and, and she said, uh, tell me a story, Daddy. And I said, okay, but you have to give me the title. And she just simply said, A Dandelion. And I just rolled with the side to tell it like it was old hat. You know, I was just, and I just rolled with it, and it just came out and flowed out just wonderfully. So why did you choose to talk about the issues um that form the basis of your book. In your pre-notes, you mention judging people on their looks and that the book addresses racism in a kind way through flowers and beautiful illustrations 
to capture the vivid imaginations of young minds. Why did you do it this way? Um, again, it, it kind of flowed out that way. And when, once I told it, I, I, thought, I thought that was a great, it was a great, I built on it um, and I added, you know, certain parts, but uh, the way it flowed out was right from the heart. And um, that's, that's pretty much how it came out. Did you, um, you know, when you reflect back on the book, do you think, you know, you know, children, you know, should be conscious of making judgments. I mean, playgrounds, uh, certainly when I was a child, you know, they were places of bullies, you know. And Absolutely. Kids, kids can be awful to each other. So Absolutely. do you think um, we need to educate, you know, young minds about making judgments and racism and being kind to others? Absolutely. I mean, I, it's a, I, I agree with you about the playground. and It's, it's brutal. Kids are, Kids can be a little bit hard on each other. Um, but the, the positive message, maybe this is the only positive message they, 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 the only way they can get it. But, uh, that's, that's how it came out. Because, um, we all know that, you know, a dandelion is a, if we see dandelions in the garden, we say weeds, don't we? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. And the dandelion looks up at us and says, I'm back again. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful, but it does. Yeah. You can throw everything at me, but I will be yeah. back a few days later. Wow, that's that's brilliant. I've never looked at it like that, but that's great. Um you know, so I found it fascinating, you know, when you, you picked, you know, the, um, the main character, you know, Sally as a, as a dandelion. Yes. Yeah. To most people, she's a, she was a weed. And of course she was looked upon by all the other flowers, wasn't she? Yes. And she didn't really, she, the beauty of it is she doesn't realize it until, well, until the, 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 the list for the parties to be posted. Yeah. Um, now, you best describe the book as humble, kind, and triumphant. Did you enjoy bringing these attributes to bury your minds, you know, to the book? Absolutely. And I, I love what the, the, the publisher, they did, you know, when they, I, you know, I have my own thoughts, but, but when they brought it to life, to the page, I was, I don't know, it was like a kid in a candy shop. Like, it was just, it was great. I was very happy with how it turned out. Do you um, think that the illustrations that are in the book really back up the storyline? Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially, if I may, on on, uh, on page 12 was, was, it's one of my favorite pages. To, it's a critical moment because Sally's, reading the list, see if her name's on it. And she scans it twice. And then not only is her name absent from it, but specifically at the bottom, it says no dandelion, no dandelions allowed. And whoever, whoever drew that picture of the, who captured that should get a cookie or two. <laughs> a cookie? A cookie. <laughs> You're generous. Or, or two. two. I know I said two. <laughs> He's giving cookies out here, everyone. <laughs> You get a cookie. You get a cookie. Sorry. 
It'll be a bit of a long, by the time the cookie gets from uh, Virginia in America to um, the middle of uh, England here, I think it might have gone off a bit. <laughs> we'll put on dry ice. It, it, it's fine. <laughs> Airtight bags. It, it'll be great. Um, you know, when I look at the book, you know, Sally, Sally Budfield, your main character, she, she, she's a kind-hearted soul and she deserves to be treated fairly. Of course, you put her as a as a weed, which I've already mentioned. Um, she's the underdog of the flower world because all the other flowers look down on her and they think they're far more superior. Um, but she's clever, isn't she? And she outsmarts all the other flowers who look down on her. Yes. Is this deliberate? Uh, well, perhaps. It, 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 um, she remembers at... at- uh, one point in the in the in one critical point, she remembers that her aunt had given her some magical pink powder, and, and she's she's blessed with an idea that she can she just put it on her on her, disguise the yellow, and no one will have a clue that she's an actual dandelion. Because she comes up with uh, an interesting name, doesn't she, for what she calls herself? Yes, correct. That's correct. Uh, yeah, she's she's well, she gets it works, and she well. Uh, she doesn't have an invitation, but then she's blessed with another idea. Um, and she'll just say she, she by the catering truck, she was going through the kitchen, say she must have gotten lost, and it works. And everyone's kind of like seeing her and kind of like, kind of like raising an eyebrow, like, what kind of flower did you say she was? And say you are, and she says, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a rare flower from up north. I'm a Yankee carnation. So that that would answer your question at that, that point. She did. She thought of that one very quickly, everybody. Yes. But she had to come in. She couldn't go through the main door. She had to come in through the back door. That's significant as well. She came in through the kitchen, isn't it? Yes. And and she's always, I say she's quick on her buds. Instead of quick on her feet, quick on her buds. I don't know if you'll get that. Quick on her buds. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, and when I look at the illustrations, you've already touched on, uh, you've jumped the gun here. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, I like the illustrations on pages 10 and 12. You know, here you've got all on page 10, you've got all the flowers yes. looking to see who's been invited and all the ones have been invited, got a, the flowers have got a smile on the faces and the ones that haven't been invited have all got, you know, yes. looking downhearted. And, of course, on 12, the that illustration is all about no dandelions allowed yes they are very powerful illustrations aren't they 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 really are i mean notice that that the dan there there weren't only dandelions that weren't allowed but there there are some flowers that that weren't allowed too because the the flowers that you see on page 10 they're sad that they're not invited but then the dandelions as well you know it kind of gets both of them you know what i mean yeah and of course um things don't go to plan do they they do not. They no. they don't. Uh, can I elaborate on that? Would that be okay? You can elaborate. Okay. So so she gets cornered, and they say uh, that someone says, "Well, are you a distant relative of the dandelion?" Because that really means that you shouldn't be here. And Sally's like a deer in headlights, and then then all of a sudden there's an explosion, and then flowers just start pushing each other out of the way and save themselves, and uh, and 
Sally just always quick on our buds says call someone down 911 and and it you know, she goes back and keeps going back in and, and getting more flowers and rescues them while other people are while other flowers are just pushing them out of the way and of course the disguise wears off yes Don't correct say what happens don't say what happens. If you want to know what happens, kids, everybody, you need to go and read the book. Um, do you know uh, uh, what has captured me is, you know, when I look at the illustrations, they are beautiful, they're bright, they're vivid. And for a children's book, they've got to be that way. Um, they've got to be warm. They've got to be inviting. They've got to be fun. And they've got to be very, very visual. And these illustrations that you worked on with, you know, the illustration team are absolutely, for me, bang on. Thank you. Did you, you know, did you enjoy working with the illustration team, creating these, you know, telling them what you wanted? How did you do this? Uh, great question. Uh, so I was able to pick the style of the illustration. So they have like a lot of different, and that one just. I saw a picture and it just the 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 way it was only one out of like you know maybe like twenty five or whatever different styles, and when I saw that I was like that was that just captured this everything and they started with that and they said I said all right this is the style I want um, but you know they said we'll we'll start with three dandelions I said you don't have to go any further that's that's cat that captures Sally Budfield's soul right there and I even used the cookie line I said they should get a cookie also so we're still giving up. <laughs> He's still giving the cookies out to everyone. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so, you know, you've already told us again, he's pre-jumped the questions, everybody, yeah, where, you Sorry. know, the idea of the um, disguise came from, you know, the, it was from our aunt's magic potion box and um, what the collar was. But I'm fascinated because at the very last um line of the book for me was very very poignant you end the book with the line and everyone lived humbly ever after yes uh that's been throughout all my parables that i've written I've, i always end that with with they don't they don't start once upon a time they just start once then that but then the humbly because nobody lives happily ever after. But then at the bottom of, after that, what you said, there, I always put the beginning because I'm hoping the reader has learned something from that. So I, I, I love it. it. Sure. I mean, I think when the kids are going to see this book, um, they're going to love it. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. But I'm going to, I'm going to deviate now, Andrew. Yes, sir. Um, everybody, I did say to you that um, I'm going to, chat about Andrew's other's book because he's been writing for three decades and there are another eight books besides this latest one, A Dandelion. But the books are written for older children, everybody. So I'm going to ask Andrew just to tell us what these other books are about. Well, they okay, are about. so I, be I began writing on a mere boredom at work, uh, literally 30 years ago just this past October 3rd um and it was a it was a poem called life and I just was writing poem after poem after poem until I actually came up with the the the, the title for the story uh, dandelion then I I did that one then I did a story 
Then I did a, a novel and then I actually did a screenplay, which I'd like to do as a podcast. That's another another time. But um, I, I the, the books, the, there's there's seven books that are I did as a rainbow anthology and anywhere from Driftwood to um, as a red book to to um, anchored as a purple book. Um, and they're all the different colors in between, but they're all based on water, the, the titles, except for the Seth and the Hannah. But um, I just, it can be from, for young adults, adults, um, seniors, it's got a, they're, they're, they're poems with a good message, um, mostly books of poetry, but um, there's a short story named Hannah. That's, a, that's um, about a little girl whose parents split up when she's nine. It's all about how it affects her life growing up. Um, Seth is my first novel. Um, he's living in, uh, Clinton, Maryland. He writes, he's got a passion for acting, two bad influences, Johnny H and, and Mike. Um, but he meets Holly who will change his life, but it's all, it, it, it even, there's even a chapter in there that how Seth, um, faces nine 11. So that's the, uh, the twin towers, um, the tragedy that day. Um, so that, that it's, it's kind of a hard question to answer, but it's, it's so much writing and body into like eight books in like four years just kind of came together just cause I had written a lot, but it, it all came together like that. So yes, you've been writing say for three, for three decades, but the vast bulk of the books that, you know, have come down recently, haven't they? Well, no, the first, the first eight came out between 2001 and 2004, actually. And then I would have been always trying to break into the children's book field. Um, if I may tell this, um, my wife is a nanny and she, she brought home uh, Shel Silverstein's, a, na- uh, a giving tree. So it sat on the coffee table all week. And um, Sunday I was like, I was up early and I had my mug of coffee. I'm like, there's nothing I'd rather do than read this book. I'm like, let me try one more time. And I sent the email to my publisher and they're like, yes, we do that now. I was like, you have my complete attention. And I was like, so that's how the whole thing started with the, 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 you know, the second phase of the children's books. I've been trying for decades to get into the field, but it, it's a little, it's a different animal. You know what I mean? Oh, it is. It's a very crowded field as well. Um, Andrew, what's next for you in terms of both your own life and your writing career? What's coming up? What's coming down the line? Well, I have a lot of parables. Um, if the, the, the uh, dandelion does well and i hope it will i have another book um coming out uh it hasn't been hasn't been submitted yet but uh, the story is is about a little girl um there's two sisters that help uh another little girl with with her parents divorcing each other so through the through the uh the the two sisters they help her out and that's called a sharing tree and that's a very about a special playground the who when all the kids are sharing the, the the there's a japanese maple that that changes colors but the beauty of it is only kids can see the color the changes in the colors it, i'll leave it at that but i'm hoping that that uh i can get that one out too because it has a really good message too when do you hope to get that one out maybe within a year that'd be great <laughs> maybe he'll give me the opportunity everybody to do the interview about that book we it would be my soon. honor. I'm, I'll sign on right now. <laughs> hmm. Andrew, what do you want, um, you know, kids to take away from this book of yours, apart from the pleasure of reading it and admiring the um, vivid illustrations? 
You say in your pre-notes prior to coming on the show not to judge people based on their looks alone. Absolutely. Um, And I would even take out the word alone. I'm sorry I put the word alone. They shouldn't judge, period. You know what I mean? Uh, Mm -hmm. I mean, I hope they take a positive message and maybe they can take that message out to the playground and not not jump on being a bully. I mean, I, as twice I've been, I have uh, been approached to be a bully by, by a bully. Cause you know, in sixth grade um, there was a boy there and then he was picking on him and, and they walked to me and he's like, yeah, let's go Andy. I'm like, I go, what are you doing? I was like, what are you, what are you doing? And then, and then he kind of backed away. And then, it, and, and, and um, it happened in my workplace too, years, years later, uh, director of food services, I won't say where, but, um, there's a, there's, I was just happening walking from one department to the other. And he was talking to his assistant and he goes, we don't pay you to think, do we? And I, and I could have jumped on the bully bandwagon then too, but I said, you know what? My ex boss said that to me two weeks later, I quit two weeks later. That guy was gone. You know, it's just saying uh, twice the, the bullying thing came up and I chose, you know, I don't understand. I don't, I never got it, but anyway, I'm sorry. That was kind of ad lib there. <laughs> Where can people get your book, Andrew, from? They can uh, either Amazon. Um, I've, I've learned that you have to go into the books and then type in the, the Andrew Everstein. You know, just Everstein and the Dandelion. But make sure you're in the book section. Um, BN, Barnes & Noble, BN.com. Um, the letter I and then universe.com. So iUniverse is the publisher. iUniverse.com. So that, and there's, or just Google my name. And sometimes you can even, I've, seen a couple pages you can read online you can so I, I i don't know how to get there but if you google my name and the books come up so and that's all the books isn't it not just the dan no a dandelion all your other correct. books as well that's correct thank you for asking um yeah they 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 come up as well um anything from driftwood to uh, create waves to uh I, I can just keep on going but all all nine books should be um uh, listed in, in some way or other Sorry, I think this would be a great uh, book, everybody, for, um, you know, young kids, uh, for parents or grandparents to read at bedtime, uh, to sit down with them or, you know, sit on the side of the bed and read the story. But I also think this could be a wonderful Christmas present for, you know, a, a child who loves to be read to or, you know, loves to read on their own. Um, but yes, the books are really aimed at say four to seven year olds, depending on your, you know, the child's reading ability. Every child's got a different reading ability. I understand that. And so it can be read to, or they can read themselves, but it could be a wonderful Christmas present, everybody. The illustrations are fabulous. They're bright, they're vivacious. All the flowers on the pages are wonderful. And yes, Sally Bodfield, she's a star. Yay! (laughs) Um, And it just leads me to say, everybody, Andrew David Eberstein, thank you for coming on my show and talking a bit about yourself and your book. My pleasure. Andrew Eberstein, everyone. I'm JT Crowley, so wherever you are in the world, listening, watching, until next time, stay safe.